Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Going well in the tipping department at the moment. Four from four, looking good going into the rest of the weekend. May have just jinxed myself, may have just early crowed myself, but, you know, feeling good, feeling wet. I mean, over the past few days, we've had some really, really good announcements, not just for my club, but... Um, you know, just in general for Rugby League, RTS is back uh, from next year. Seahawks could be getting Jackie Boy Whiten. I mean, Elo feeling pretty wet. Feeling pretty wet. And the tips are going well as well. Looking to get a perfect score as the foreseer of Rugby League that I am. But, you know, the anytime takes. The only anytime takes the only thing that's letting me down. You know, I'm getting two from three pretty much every single game. You know, it's just that one try scorer that doesn't get over. And look, there's an old saying. There is an old saying for rugby league tippers, and it is, if simple doesn't work, go simpler. So what we're going to do is we're going to go very, very, very simple, or at least simple in my eyes, simple based off form, simpler based off form uh, of the players that we're going to pick as these anytime try scorers, and bloody hell, I hope that they get over today. Uh, The first game is the Dolphins v. the Gold Coast Titans in this Sunday Slinger absolute showdown, and you know, it's not very often that Slingers get you wet, but these Slingers, these Sunday Slingers... They're just getting me wet. They're getting me ready to go. Very excited for the weekend. Very excited for these Sunday Slingers. Felice Cafusi's back. I mean, you know, why wouldn't you be excited if Felice Cafusi is back in the building that this is going to be an absolute cracker against the Titans who are pretty much in form. They are pretty much in form. They're winning a few games, which is good. You know, AJ Brimson for the Titans, he could be a late in depending on if they want to keep Cruz leaming uh, on the bench. And he's been going quite well. A guy they got from the Super League uh, a few weeks ago, actually, maybe two or three weeks ago, maybe even less than that. Uh, they got him from the Super League and he's been doing quite well there in the number 14 jersey. Don't know what that breathing in was, but we'll ignore that and move on. Um, but let's go through these lineups before we make any rash decisions. Uh, Hamaso Tabiwai Fado for the Dolphins is at fullback. Jermaine Asako and Robert Jennings are on the wings. Ewan Aiken and Branko Lee in the centers. Cody Nikarima and Isaiah Katoa in the halves. Uh, Kenny Bromwich and Herman SESA in the front row. Herman SESA in some pretty decent form off the bench for the Dolphins. Gets a starting crack uh, here for the Dolphins in the front row. Jeremy Marshall King at nine. Felice Golfusi and Colony Lemuelu in the back row. Tom Gilbert at 13. Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols, Ray Stone, Kurt Donahue. Pretty strong bench there for the Dolphins. As for the Gold Coast Titans, Jaden Campbell is at fullback. Olafiana Khan Pereira and Jojo Fafita are on the wings. Brian Kelly and Philip Sami are in the centers. Uh, Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd in the halves. Mwiki Fodawaka and Tino Fasulamalaawi in the front row with Chris Randall at nine. Dave Fafita and Joe Stimson are in the back row. Isaac Liu at 13. Cruz Leeming, Aaron Clark, Tom McKayle, uh, who I'm very excited to see in this game for the Titans and 
Klesset Haas, Payne Haas's brother, to round at the bench for the Gold Coast Titans. Again, as I said, very keen for this game. It could be a high-scoring game as well. We know how good both of these sides are at scoring tries in this Sunday Slinger. And as I said, it's not often that Sunday Slingers get you wet, but this Sunday Slinger is getting me pretty wet for rugby league at the moment and very keen to see how both of these sides go. It is respectively at at Dolphins home, Suncorp Stadium, Broncos home, but Dolphins home at the same time, uh, sharing home. I think the Dolphins are just renting a room from the Brisbane Broncos. Obviously, the Dolphins... Uh, not, not having a good time at home at the moment. Needed to move out, find a new space to live. Uh, the Broncos said, come in here. I'll let you rent the room upstairs, you know, uh, for a very cheap price. The Dolphins were like, yeah, sure. And they've come in, uh, you know, and they're renting out a room at Suncorp Stadium. So technically it's their home, but they're just renting it out, you know, while they're looking for somewhere else to stay, you know, KO Stadium. Uh, it's not the best household, but, you know, they're going back and forth at the moment. It's a very complicated situation. But anyway, what about that yarn for you on this Sunday morning. Uh, The Dolphins, respectively, at home. I mean, I don't know how much of an advantage that really has to them. As I said, it's not really their home. And, you know, there are are a fresh new side in the competition. So technically, there's no no real advantage, I would say, uh, for the Dolphins being at home in quotation marks there. Um, But look, you know, as I said, they've got plenty of guys who love to score tries. It could be a high-scoring game. Aaron Shop is out for the Gold Coast Titans. Philip Sami moves to center, uh, while Jojo Fafita comes back into the side. I think that is a massive, massive in there uh, for the Gold Coast Titans. The Hammer has scored in every single game this year, bar one. So if you're looking for an anytime try scorer, I think the Hammer is a good one to pick here. Uh, Jermaine Asako as well on the wing. We know how he he loves to score tries. He loves to score tries. We love to see it. The one I'm watching though, and the one that's a bit of an underdog one here, but we know uh, we're going down the line of keeping it simple. Robert Jennings loves to score tries. Every club that he's been to, he scored a try for. Robert Jennings here on the wing for the Dolphins. You know, Khan Pereira, I'm not sure about his defense. I'm not really sold in his defense as of yet. I'd love to see Robert Jennings go over and score a try on that side if he's marking up against uh, Khan Pereira there. So Robert Jennings, definitely one to watch, and it's one that I'll be watching for sure. Keeping it simpler, um, you know, some might think it's not too simple. Some might think that I should be going for the simple bet of Hamaso, Tabiwa, Fadou, and Jermaine Osaka. But you've still got to keep it it's interesting. You've still got to keep it interesting. I'm still keeping it simple. And I'm keeping it simple by going for an outside back. And you know what I'm also doing? I'm also going for Khan Pereira because I'm not really sold on Robert Jennings, uh, you know, defensively as of yet either. So Khan Pereira, Robert Jennings to score on each other. Love that. Bit of value in that as well in the Robert Jennings department. Dolphins are the favourites. I am going to go to the Dolphins. You know, I think the Titans, respectively, they can win this game. It could go either way, but I will pick the Dolphins. I'll pick the Dolphins 1-12. to I think it's going to be close in a very high-scoring game. I think Marshall King is an advantage there in the number 9 jersey. Love his work. I think that he's very dangerous. He had a dummy half, especially 
Uh, you know, a few metres out from the try line. He's super dangerous there. Um, you know, it's going to be a tough forward battle as well. Bromwich v Fodawaker. Herman SESA v Tino Fasulamalaoui. If the Titans do get on the front foot, it's going to be off the back of their forwards for me as well. Uh, Dave Fafida v Felice Galfusi. Lemuelu v Joe Stimson. I love that back row battle. Dave Fafida going up against these two absolute weapons in Galfusi and Lemuelu. Love that for Dave Fafida. Uh, I think that's going to be a very awesome matchup depending on which side he's on and which side these two guys are on. Uh, Tom Gilbert through the middle as well is going to be massive for the Dolphins. Uh, the bench battle as well in terms of forwards. Ray Stone, Mark Nichols, Jared Wallace v. Aaron Clark, Thomas Michele and Claire Haas. Um, very keen for that one and very keen to see how these guys end up going. Kurt Donahue, love to see how he's used in this game. Maybe as a roaming sort of player, maybe as an edge back rower. He's quite big, but he is a 5'8". He is a 5'8 uh, from the juniors, obviously for Newcastle. So very very interesting to see how he gets used in this game. He's pretty much used different every single week, uh, but most commonly used at nine when Jeremy Marshall King needs a spell. Cruz Leeming obviously going to come on the off the bench. Sorry, at number nine. Look, in terms of where this game's going to go, they're quite evenly matched. I mean, you go to the stats as well. Um, you know, in terms of wins this season, the Dolphins are sitting at 57% with four out of seven, uh, and the Titans are sitting uh, three from six, which is 50%. So quite even. You've got to remember as well, the, the Titans have had the bye. They have had a bye uh, this season. The Dolphins haven't. So you've got to take that into account. It's pretty much neck and neck too in terms of wins this season for both of these teams. In terms of an average completion rate for both of these teams, the Dolphins are at 80% averaging per game, which is pretty fucking good. The Titans are at 74, which isn't too bad, but it isn't too good either. Um, you know, but it's still, as I said, very neck and neck. In terms of tackle efficiency, this is where it gets neck and neck. 87.8% for the Dolphins, 85.6% for the Gold Coast Titans. Average points scored, it's 22 and 22. Average points conceded, 23 for the Dolphins, 26 for the Titans. So just three points splitting up, splitting them up there. Uh, wins at this venue. Uh, the Dolphins have had one from three, so that's 33%. The Titans have had 10 from 31, which is 32%. So the Dolphins have 1% uh, more wins at this venue, but they've only played three games there. So don't take, uh, don't read into that too much. Wins overall, 57%, four from seven uh, for the Dolphins. Obviously, uh, 155 out of 403, 38% there for the Titans. So, looking at all those stats, the Dolphins look good here. $1.79, tiny bit of value, but not too much value uh, compared to 203 for the Gold Coast Titans. You could seriously go either way. It's very, very neck and neck. I'm going to go for the Dolphins here. I think the Dolphins get the job done. Anytime try scorers, I've already said them, Robert Jennings and Khan Pereira there. I'm taking them. I'm taking the Dolphins 1-12 to in this game. Uh, as for the next one, we've got the West Tigers v. the Manly Seagulls. Now, if you go and you dig into this game a little bit. Now, against each other, they've played 34 games. The Manly Seagulls have won 20 of those. Uh, the Tigers have won 14 of them in the last few games. Manly won 30-4, and Manly's won 36-22. That was in both in 2022. Uh, the, both games they played, the West Tigers in 2022, Manly won. 
In terms of all the other stats, it's surprisingly quite even, other than obviously points scored. In terms of points scored, uh, 139 for Manly compared to 90 for the West Tigers. That's a bit concerning. Uh, Points conceded, 160 for the West Tigers, 133 um, for Manly, so quite even. Completion rate, 72 on on average uh, percent there for the West Tigers, 78 for Manly. Tackle efficiency for the West Tigers, 82. 89.2%, 89.2%, which is not too bad compared to the Manly Seagulls, 87.9%. Average points scored uh, is 23 for Manly, 15 for the West Tigers. Average points conceded, 22 for Manly, 26 for the West Tigers. So pretty even there as well. Um, in terms of wins at this venue, uh, the West Tigers have won, in this ve- won at this venue, 42%, 38 uh, 37 out of 88 games um, to Manly, 4 out of 5, which is 80% there. They're playing at uh, Campbelltown Sports Stadium. So Manly obviously haven't played there too much since they've only played five games there, but they have won four of those games. So most of the stats do point the way of the Manly Seagulls. But let's go through these lineups before we make any rash decisions. Dane Laurie's out for the West Tigers. He just got ruled out. No reason, just putting him back in reserve grade, I believe. Um, So obviously, Jake Simkin comes in off the bench. I think they're looking to get a hooker off the bench to sort of swap with Api Corusau. I mean... Dane Laurie isn't even a bench player. I don't know why he's still in reserve grade. They've got the reserve grade fullback here, uh, Jareen Buller, who, by the way, has had a lot of hype around him. And look, credit to him. This is no disrespect to him at all. But Dane Laurie was the best player for the West Tigers last year. And they've got another fullback in here that hasn't even played one game of NRL yet. Like It really blows my mind when you've got a guy that was the guy for you last year in reserve grade, and you've got a guy that hasn't played one game of NRL at fullback, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Dane Laurie's got to go. Dane Laurie has to leave the West Tigers. Seriously, like, he was the guy for them last year. The guy. And they're fucking leaving him in reserve grade. Like, he's got to go. He has to go. He has to find another club that's going to use him at fullback. There are so few fullbacks in reserve grade at the moment. It's not even funny. He would be so well utilized at another club. I just cannot see him staying here at the West Tigers if they're not going to use him. If they're not going to use him, why is he even there? I don't get it. But, you know, looking at the positives for this game, I mean, I was wet for the Sunday Slingers. This is getting me a little less wet. But uh, Jareem Buller, they're... Are some good stats around him. Um, you know, he has performed quite well in reserve grade. Uh, he's played really well in the juniors. You know, there's a lot of hype around him coming into this game. Very excited to see him debut. I am very excited to see him debut and what he has to offer. Look, if he comes into this game and fucking kills it, you know, I won't be too angry about Dane Laurie being out. But regardless, I mean, fuck, <laughs> they're doing Dane Laurie so dirty here, so dirty. Uh, but Dream Buller is at fullback. Charlie Staines and Junior Tupo are on the wings. Stafford Toa and Asuka Poa are in the centers. Brandon Wakem and Luke Brooks are in the halves. Stefano Utsukamanu and David Klemmer are in the front row. Api Korosau at nine. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman there in the back row for Nuopole at 13. Joe Offerhangiawi 
Alex Twall, Tommy Talao, and Jake Simpkin on the bench there for the West Tigers. For Manly, uh, we've got Josh Schuster, Ruben Garrick, and Sean Kepi all coming back for Manly. That is fucking huge for the Manly Seagulls. But Tom Troy, which is at fullback, Jason Saab, and Ruben Garrick are on the wings. Brad Parker, Morgan Harper in the centers. Josh Schuster, Daly Cherry Evans are in the halves. Taniela Paseca and Jake Trevojevic are in the front row. Lachlan Croker at nine. Uh, Hamole Olakawatu and Ethan Bullimore in the back row with Josh Aloye at 13. Uh, Samuela Fainu, I'm very keen to see him debut. Really good front rower and one of the Fainu brothers. Very keen to see him and how he goes. Uh, Sean Kepi, Aaron Woods, and Tyrfoa Sipley there on the bench there for the Manly Seagulls. 18th men for both games. Uh, Alex Safarth is one. Cooper Johns is the other. Very keen to see how this game goes. I think that Manly have a lot of advantages. Uh, other than their centre's defence, their centre's defence hasn't been too good. Um, I'm not sold on Jason Saab and his defence either, and he has got a few errors in him in his game. I love Junior Tupo as an anytime try scorer. I really do. You know, he's going up against Brad Parker and Jason Saab. I love Junior Tupo. I love Asuka Poa, but I love Junior Tupo a little bit more. I'm keen to see if he can score a try in this game, and I think he's very likely of doing so. So Junior Tupo is one of my anytime try scorers for sure, especially when he's on the same side as John Bateman. You know that they're going to create a little bit of trouble there on that right-hand side going up against Manly's left. I think that, you know, Junior Tupo is very likely to score a try in this game. Um, as for the Manly Seagulls, you've got to go simple. When simple doesn't work, you go simpler. As we've said on this podcast uh, only a few minutes ago, Tom Trevojevic is the guy that I'm going to be going for for this game, uh, going up against the West Tigers. You know, as we've said, we haven't seen Buller before, Jareen Buller in rugby league. We haven't seen him make his debut in NRL, sorry. Um, so, look, you know, he's not proven to me because I haven't seen him. I haven't watched him play. Tom Trevojevic, they probably will target him with kicks, you know, even early in the tackle count as well. I think that's Daly Cherry Evans' bread and butter there, targeting him with kicks earlier in the ta- tackle count and making him work out of his own end. Chip over the top. Tommy Turbo gets the ball, scores a try. I can see it as the foreseer of rugby league at the moment, as I call myself, as I am currently this weekend and this weekend only probably. You know, Tom Trevojevic scores. That's the way he scores. But it could might not be the way he scores, but I know that he scores. I know that he scores. I've foreseen it. It's going to happen. Tom Trevojevic uh, and Junior Tupo, anytime try scorers. In terms of who wins this game, going to go Manly. Stats back Manly. You know, at this ground, they've won three out of the four games. Manly, Manly, Manly. I'm taking Manly head-to-head, though, because I don't know if it's going to be a 1-12 to or a 13+. plus. I think it would be a 1-12 to just quietly because the West Tigers do need a, a big game here. They really do need a big game, especially with the side that they have on paper. I mean, they really do need a big game, and they're capable of it. Let's see if they can pull it off here against the Manly Seagulls. You know, I think the forwards for Manly as well, defensively, are quite solid as well. It's going to be very hard for them to get through the middle in terms of the back rowers. The only reason I'm not putting Hamole Olakawatu as an anytime try scorer is because of John Bateman. I think that John Bateman's pretty much going to have him covered there on that edge. And Nathan Bullimore, probably Isaiah Papali'i, he's going to have him covered there 
on that other edge as well. Uh, Fanua Bolle through the middle, I'm very keen to say. You know, he's a very, very solid forward there in the number 13 jersey. Uh, and the nine battle, Api Corusau going up against his old club as well in the Manly Seagulls, going up against Lachlan Croker in the nine jersey. Keen to see how that battle goes. Keen to see Josh Schuster. Hopefully he doesn't get injured again this week. Um, but, you know, I'm very keen to see how he goes in the number six jersey. You know, he has thinned out a little bit as well and he looks much silkier. I'm very keen to see how he goes in this game. And I think he'll be setting up a few tries in this one, maybe even scoring one. Uh, but yes, as I said, Tom Trevojevic, Junior Tupo, anytime try scorers. You'll get a bit of value out of Charlie Staines. You'll get a bit of value out of Jason Saab. He could get a bit of value out of Josh Shuster, Hamole Olakawatu, but again, I think he'll be short up there. Uh, running up against John Bateman, but, you know, still one to consider there, Hamole Olakawatu. I would even say that Api Korosiao at a dummy half has a bit of value there, but, you know, I'm going to go simple because we keep it simple on this podcast. Junior Supo, Tom Trevojevic, anytime try scorers, manly head-to-head in this game. Well- Later.